The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. In this episode, we're going to chit-chat about entertainment in the age of coronavirus, and that includes socializing. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life and world a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. Welcome to our podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for this episode. So how is everyone doing? How are you all doing? If you are still here on the planet, breathing, you're doing pretty well. Welcome. First, I want to say happy equinox. Okay, happy Happy equinox. equinox. If you're not, if you are listening, oh, true, on the equinox, that's true. Uh, Normally, we do an episode um, talking about the equinox and how you can take advantage of the natural energies that help support certain things in creating your life. Um, But we're not going to do that today. However, feel free to look back at past episodes for equinox. Topics, content, as they say, content, (laughs) the thing. So, okay, it has been, it has been really a full life lately. A lot has been going on. Toast and I are so grateful that we did not have to evacuate. We live in Portland, Oregon. We did not have to evacuate, um, and friends of friends who have had to evacuate, everyone is safe as far as we know. And uh, But we're so grateful we didn't. We didn't have to evacuate. Our California friends are safe. Everybody's safe um, that we know we know of. And um, But we do have to say that we spent 11 days straight with windows shut and with extra thick blankets and towels at the seam of the doors to help prevent the toxic smoke from coming in the house because it still comes in, even with the windows closed and all. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was tough. Just that alone <laughs> was tough. Yeah, we learned about... I mean, we learned about AQI, which stands for Air Quality Index. We kept an eye on that every day, multiple times throughout the day. Uh, and definitely have a greater appreciation for fresh air. air. Fresh now. air. Yes, fresh air. Mm-hmm. And it was after 11 days, towards kind of the evening hours... We checked the um, air quality index and we're like, oh my gosh, I think we can open the windows. We did that and it was just heaven. And at that point, the air was still just unhealthy (laughs) instead of hazardous. Yeah. It wasn't in the red zone. It was in the, was it in the orange or yellow? It was probably orange at that point. But yeah, you know, we spent multiple days with the air quality rated as hazardous. Mm -hmm. And then it was a little celebration when it it went down to very unhealthy. Um, But now we're into the good zone. So Mm -hmm. it's it's glorious. Bear gets to breathe fresh fresh air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, he would sit in front of the air purifiers and get his air that way. (laughs) 
with his hair blowing. Anyways, so that happened. Um, and as I'm sure you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has passed away. And, and you know what? It just intensifies the pre-existing truth of our situation in history. It brings to mind the Greek term anagnorsis, which is a dramatic term for the point in Greek dramas where the character realizes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I have just had sex with my mother and I killed my father. Oh my gosh. So I kind of feel like, you know, that has the death of RBG is kind of that kind of a thing for a lot of us where it's like, you know, this situation that you've been in, it, it's for real and you better get up off your ass and do something. And that is a gift from Notorious RBG. So thank you to her. I love this quote that she is known for. It is, I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. Telling it straight. RBG, rest in peace and power and love. RBG. And you know, one of the things that I texted to friends of ours as the news rolled out was that the torch has been passed. And in a way, it's been passed to each of us, each of us as citizens. We have a responsibility. And I will admit, RBG passing away helped me to get off my ass. And I ended up on Sunday contacting 12 different representatives just to register my support of leaving the Supreme Court seat open and uh, just, you know, doing something. If you're feeling down, I encourage you to do something. Do something. You don't have to call. It'd be great if you call. It'd be great if you write or email. You can just Google and just say, who's my representative? Go to their website, oh, yeah, the contact page. They have a contact form. Keep it short and sweet. Just say, hey, I support blank. You know, I want to encourage you to blank. And uh, there's all there's all kinds of stuff you can do. And th that's part of the roadblock, I think, is like, yeah, there's a lot of options. But you decide what feels comfortable for you. And I know that can feel overwhelming in itself. But believe me, you're going to feel good just picking something. You don't even have to decide. Just Write down three or five options on five different pieces of paper and pick one out of a hat and do it. Do it. It's going to feel good. And you know what else feels good is just having some entertainment in the age of COVID. That's true. So that's what we're going to talk about now. All right. So I think we mentioned early on in, in I don't know. Several months ago. In the global pandemic? Yeah. Earlier on, we were kind of resisting Zoom. Okay. You know, yeah. we were invited to a lot of Zoom things. I mean, that was really quick to happen, right? Like everyone just jumped to Zoom. Mm -hmm. And then there was the potato head Zoom 
That What's was that? A, remember someone was having, it went viral. There was a Zoom meeting and someone had a filter oh. on there and they were a potato and they were actually the boss. Oh my gosh. The boss was a yes. potato in the meeting and they did a screenshot and I mean, anyways, <laughs> I and then there were security that. issues with Zoom. I mean, Zoom just totally mm-hmm. blew up and everyone was doing it. But we didn't really jump in. I mean, it just felt, we felt awkward and you and I are not such uh video kinds of people Mm -hmm. however at this point now how many months we're six months in Mm -hmm. right more yeah we have we have finally embraced zoom and i'm grateful that we have because i feel like it has made a difference in terms of at least the the feeling connected with people Mm -hmm. in lieu of being with them personally seeing them, hugging a person, hey, hi, how are you? And really being physically together. Mm-hmm. Zoom is better than zero, than not having any kind of connection. Right. And so Tost and I, we finally embrace Zoom. And who knows, maybe we will eventually embrace Instagram Lives, possibly Facebook Lives. I don't know. That could be in our future because I will say I, I am feeling the effects of not feeling as connected. Mm. But you isn't know? Facebook Live like a public thing? Because Zoom is a private thing. Zoom is a private thing. Facebook Live is a public thing. If, oh yeah, because our page is public, right? Yeah, so it would totally be public. Okay. But, you know, maybe doing something for our <gasps> accounts, for our special accounts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like on Instagram, on Facebook, the people who follow us, we could do some kind of a live mm. chit-chat. You know, because then people are responding to you immediately and it feels more of a... Right. Right. I mean, I don't know if we're going to do that. (laughs) But anyways, I'm just saying, hey, we got used to Zoom. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so we have done some Zoom movies, which I thought was going to be weird. I thought... Because in a Zoom movie, you can share your screen. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, mind you, it's not every you can't do it on every um video watching platform Platform. but um we were able to do it on some amazon prime videos that come with prime Mm -hmm. we were able to do that or renting Mm -hmm. i forget honestly oh no wait you can do it with a rental a video prime rental but you can't do it with whatever is comes with amazon prime Mm. But anyways, you share your screen, and then whoever is watching the movie with you, you see their little face in a box, as well as your own little And they faces. see your face in a box. And they see your faces. And I always had this so idea weird. that it was going to be way too distracting to be seeing people's reaction on the same screen you're trying to watch the movie mm-hmm. on. Yeah, one would think it would be distracting. You would think so. And so that's why the very first time we ever did it, we decided to turn the camera off. And just keep our voices on so that we could hear, oh, my God, who's that guy? Oh, is that the killer? Do you think that's the killer? Like, so we kept the audio on. Mm -hmm. But strangely, that felt very unnatural and weird. Mm -hmm. So we put the video back on and it it was great. It it didn't feel awkward. I didn't feel distracted. Um, Yeah. Same here. You do feel connected. Yeah. It just you know? felt like you're watching a movie together. Yeah, it did. It's, it, it did. Yeah, and, and trippy. I, 
And I think, too, even with um, non-movie watching and just doing a Zoom Mm -hmm. with people, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, there is an awkward feeling about it. As soon as you come on, there's that weird, it's just weird because it's like, well, we're just not used to it. I don't know. I think, number one, we're not used to it. And I have noticed needing to remind myself, this is just an internal conversation that I have with myself Mm -hmm. whenever we're doing a a zoom social event with Mm -hmm. somebody tv watching or just either one hey hi okay either one and this happens when the event lasts for quite a while like 45 minutes or more probably i find myself reminding my own self in my head Mm -hmm. that the person on the screen that you're talking to is actually that's actually that person sitting in their actual own house and they're they're a real person. You know, they're not it's not just you looking at a screen. Mm. Explain more about that. I kind of don't get it. Like you're I not watching because, a show. Exactly. I'm not just okay. watching a show. I'm not just scrolling through Twitter, seeing what people have posted sometime in the past. Like the, this You mean is, while you're on Zoom? No. No, I mean, like doing I mean, Zoom is what, not like scrolling on Twitter. Exactly. Okay, I see. It's like when I am yeah. interacting yes. with somebody yes. using Zoom. Yeah, I'm actually interacting with that. Yeah, that person, person is I'm there. I'm not just using an app. You. Yes, yes. Here's what I thought was so weird. Like, and this this piece was kind of getting me distracted in the first several Zooms that we've done. Mm-hmm. Is when you're doing a Zoom. Well, when we're do- when I'm doing a Zoom, I'll just speak for myself. When I'm doing a Zoom and I'm talking with people, I'm actually looking at their at the video and of I'm them, looking at sh- their eyes, like right. you know, I'm looking, looking at their at face. Screen. I'm looking at the screen, I'm yeah. looking at their face yeah. and you know, and just talking and like, right? Uh-huh. And you know, you're doing body language. I mean, you're talking and making eye contact through this thing. But it's so strange to me how you really, it really feels like you're looking in the other person's eyes, even if you're not looking directly at the camera. I know, I know what you I mean. I think that's so weird. Like, so sometimes I, was to I try to look out, at like, the, sometimes I try to look at the camera on my computer. Yeah. But then the, doesn't that make the you assumption. look like you're looking up? I don't know because I don't know what I look like if I'm looking at the camera, <laughs> right? I only know what I look like if I'm looking at myself on the screen, which is weird too. Yeah, so that part is just very distracting. I don't. I don't know. Love I think that. it's. I think it's really weird, and it really has made me feel more Black Mirror than no ever. Kidding. You know, it just feels strange yeah. because oh, how you're saying. Let's you have explain to... what Black Mirror is. Okay, for people. you can. Black Mirror is the name of a. Uh, TV series on Netflix, mm-hmm. and in each episode, so good, you guys. it's a it's its own. Each episode is its own self contained story that is very similar to Twilight Zone in that it's a it's a strange, disturbing kind of story. But I think all of the topics that I recall seeing have to do with technology and mm-hmm. the problems that problems inherent that are involved. Yeah. The ethical problems about anonymity, yeah. and privacy invasion, and, and things like that. And if you do decide to watch it, do not watch season one, season one, episode one. Sorry, that's uh, 
That's mine. Hold on. Um, Do not watch season one, episode one. Okay. You don't need to. That's one you do not need to see. Is that one that really messed you up? Yeah. Yeah. There was one that featured uh, a lesbian relationship. What oh, was it called? It won an award. That yeah, one it was, was really so good. What was it called? What was the name I of that remember. episode? San Jose or? Oh, I will Google. I will Google. It's worth us mentioning that since. Yes. Since our since we're lesbian listeners. people, you know. It was San something. <laughs> the name of a, a city. San Junipero. San Junipero. So this is season three, episode four, San Junipero. That one was really good, and it did win. Um, um, it won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Television Movie. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so Black Mirror. Um, so I have felt very Black Mirror as we're doing more, you know, tech, technological mm-hmm. connecting. We, we are living um, in a Black Mirror kind of age with all are. this stuff with Facebook going on Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. you know don't get me started i won't i will stop myself um (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so so what we want to say is that if you are um you know if you haven't if you've been sort of like arm's length with zoom or any types of those platforms that allow you to watch movies together or like video connecting and so on and so forth you know, maybe dip a toe in the water. We've we've um, gotten better with it, and we're more open to 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 doing these things. We've done several now, and I believe our next Zoom movie is we're getting together with friends to watch the Haunting of Bly Manor, which is the second season to the Haunting of Hill House, which we have have covered in a previous episode. So we are going to watch the premiere episode of that we have friends who like to watch scary movies many of our friends love scary movies so that's what we've been doing um but yeah we toast also mentioned we have watched many um live stream concerts can i share with you what i appreciate about those of course now the only ones that we've watched have been in the Go Girls ones. Well, I've, I've watched Harold Payne's. Oh, okay. Harold Payne's Two Song Tuesday, which okay. I love. Okay. Yeah. And we know there's a ton of musicians doing these things. But I think it's pretty safe to say that in comparison to the pre-COVID era, these particular concerts are much more down to earth. Oh, yeah. You don't yes. have smoke machines you dancers, don't have, there's no dancers. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> costume changes and no. light shows and laser mm-hmm. shows or explosions and jumbotron screens mm-hmm. to, you know, intensify the experience. No, yeah, it's just a fellow human being mm-hmm. sitting in their living room, yep. strumming a guitar. Yeah, and I like that. I do too, and I and we also mentioned this before, but it, we can mention it again. I also love being able to see the comments left by fellow fans. Yes, fellow you attendees. Don't, you don't get you don't get that at a concert. You just get the collective energy of the screaming and singing along, which is also fantastic. Yeah. But this way, you really get you know. It's funny to see what people mm-hmm. will write. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but what was fantastic about this last live stream by the Indigo Girls is that, you know, they have done so many to benefit various nonprofit organizations and causes um, in their community and also nationally. But for this one, it was actually to raise money for their management and crew since they are not touring live. Um, and I thought that was such a great, such a great idea. Yes, absolutely. Such a great idea. Um, but they sang Crazy Game, which... I totally love. I love this song. Toast actually learned this song the old-fashioned way um, from a cassette tape. Rewind. By ear. Stop. Play. <laughs> stop. Rewind. Stop. Play. Stop. You know, she she did it the old-fashioned way. Um, and that's probably the, the first Indigo Girl song we ever learned. You mm. taught it to me. Oh, yeah, that's we true. We performed huh? it. Yeah. yeah. And I had never, ever heard them sing that live Ever, 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 from all the concerts we've been to, never heard them do that live. Me never, neither. Ever. Toast 2, which I was surprised. They did it. They did it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fantastic because they forgot chords. They forgot lyrics. It was just great because it's the it's human, right? It's human. Exactly. They, it's just like, you know, your family, your friends. Yeah. You're just hanging out and let's strum some stuff yes. and just play yes. music like and human it is beings. that it is that human aspect, that mm-hmm. human side that mm-hmm. really um, creates even stronger, I think, connection, stronger connection. Yeah, a different quality of connection. Yeah, um, yeah. So I loved, I loved that, and it was so special to be able to hear them. Um, and actually, there were even some songs from their other uh, Facebook Live concerts that I had never heard, and I was always hoping I would hear. In a concert that we attended, mm. um, but I've I've gotten to hear all my favorites now mm. through Facebook Live concerts. So it was for Ghost, free. Ghost, that's the other, and Love Will Come to You, and Crazy Game. Those were the three I never ever heard live, <sighs> but I have now. I mean, we did we did contribute, you know, to to the various funds mm-hmm. that they were raising money for. But it's so funny because. The other thing that you experience when you're watching a live stream concert is people in the comments going, the audio's junk, or, you know, it's frozen for me, or I can't, you know, oh, yeah. it's right, yeah. like it's buffering, I, you guys are frozen, it's not working for me. And whenever, whenever I see too many of those, my thought is, it's free. <laughs> That's my thought. <laughs> Although I'm sure there are other musicians who are, it's not free. You know, and it's yeah. on a different platform. I know Facebook yeah. is actually going to be changing the rules so that uh, musicians cannot do concerts like this for a large audience anymore. I know. Anyway, um, okay, one more thing having to do with entertainment in the age of COVID. Yes. Is I have been listening to some live albums and the sound of the audience just touches my heart there's a feeling of nostalgia i never thought i would ever have Mm. for the sound of a live live audience audience cheering on their music and Mm. and their musician and you know something that's evolved just organically for me as a form of entertainment that i have not done in 20 years maybe is creating playlists 
And I realized I've started to do this also as a form of, I think, coping, just psychological coping. Mm. So I have built so far two playlists that have been a psychological help for me. And the one that I really wanted to just let you know about is called Resist, Protest Songs for We the People. And it has grown now to be over four hours long. Wow. These are a bunch. Yeah. This, you can put these, a link, right? Yeah, I'll put a link. A link the playlist, I, I put it on Apple Music and also on Spotify. But yes, I'll put a link in the show notes and stuff like that. And then what's the other one called? The other one is a Fried Green Tomatoes playlist. It is called, where is it? Fried Green Tomatoes, Real Sounds from Imaginary Whistle Stop. Oh, you should link that one too. Okay, I'll link that one too. Because, you know, I was like, that time period of the Great Depression and World War, that was a super uncertain time period too. These are mm -hmm. our ancestors, you know, like having that sense of solidarity has helped me, like I said, psychological coping. Okay, so there are still many ways that you can keep yourself entertained. Toast is making playlists. She's listening to a lot more music. We're participating in live concerts via Facebook, Instagram Live. We're doing Zooms. There's all kinds of ways to still stay connected in this new time to also cope. Feed your spirit, um, strengthen your soul. But we heard, we will end with this because it's just to us, it's so crazy. And none of us need to be doing this. Okay. None of us need to be doing this. That's right. But Toast, go ahead and share. Toast found this. This is real. This is, we're not making this up. This is real. Go ahead and share. The headline for this article was, Australians lose their damn minds. <laughs> yes, because Australia was the place where Qantas Airlines introduced a seven-hour flight to nowhere that took off this is real. from and landed at Sydney. And that flight sold out instantly. It sold out within in 10, 10 minutes. minutes. Right? It was the fastest selling flight probably in the history of this airline and in that nation, according to their news release. Uh, don't don't be one of those people that spend your money on taking the risk <laughs> a flight to nowhere of being trapped in a metal tube with for over other seven hours. People, so to go weird, nowhere. right? I don't so know. weird. What is that? That's why it says Australians that, lose their damn minds. You know what? That would be my nightmare because <laughs> yes, I don't like yes. being on an airplane. Period. Right. So seven hours to go nowhere to just land where you <laughs> took off. I don't to feel a little plain sick, okay. stiff, this is dehydrated. Real, this is real. Maybe sick afterwards. And maybe really sick. Yeah. Because that's you just what I trapped mean. yourself. That's what I mean. With, yeah. Oh, okay. Have you heard of David Blaine? Sorry, making this go long, but this falls into the category of entertainment. David Blaine, he's like this Houdini type of magician dude. Okay. And he did a performance art called Ascension near Las Vegas. And he held on to these bunch of huge helium balloons that lifted him up thousands of feet in the air to the point where you had to have oxygen mask and everything. And then he released the balloons or something and then just like 
skydive and parachuted back to Earth. Oh, my God. How's that for entertainment? During the age of COVID. I would much rather watch that than take a seven-hour flight to Yes. Nowhere. Yes, you would. You yeah. would. Okay. You can Thank find you it so on much YouTube. for listening. Until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. As always, inviting you, it is still possible, and it's now so important to live your love story. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.